At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations, which is why we're dedicated to doing up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies, checking for things like scarring. In fact, only the best produce, like zesty oranges and crisp carrots, reach our shelves. Because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Good evening, Southern Utah. Welcome to the Thursday, April 17th edition of On the Mark. I'm Mark Benson. Let's jump right into it tonight on the phone, and I do appreciate uh, him taking time to visit with us on the phone. Sinaway Noriega. Good evening, Mr. Noriega. Well, good evening, Mark. I appreciate you having me on your show tonight and your fine station. Well, to everybody out there. I uh, I really do appreciate uh, your taking time, and uh, I, I have to uh, apologize right up front with all my guests because I'm so late in lining them up. But, uh, you know, we try to stay current. At least that's the excuse I'm going to use for, for the late notice. But uh, uh, Mr. Noriega... Um, is really big in the push to repeal the Common Core, and his specialty is not only Common Core, but how it ties in with everything else going on. And if you've listened to this program at all on the mark, you know that uh, we we talk about a lot of the things that the federal government's doing. Just most recently, and it's still going on, the uh, the states' rights with land and uh, what's going on just to the south of us here with the Bundys and the BLM, uh, Obamacare, and all those kind of things. Um, first, uh, Mr. Noriega, uh, you're the author of a book called "If It's Broken, Don't Fix It." Now, explain that uh, that title to me in that book. Well, first of all, I'm a teacher. That's why uh, they call me Mr. Noriega. And I've been researching the education system from the inside, all the way from No Child Left Behind, all the way to the Common Core. Found out what happened, have been through all the meetings, have taught in several states, including California and Arizona, Nevada, Utah. And I've taught in a variety of subjects. What I found out, some of the things that I found out within the education system are inconsistencies or rather secrets that they don't throw out to the public. They actually hide these things. And so when you come in with questions that don't have any answers or have hidden answers, they don't want you to know about those. So they actually don't want you to fix it. So we all know that the system's broken at this point, but if it's broken, you're not supposed to fix it. And if you do, that's when you start getting in trouble as a teacher. So uh, can I... Can I add, dumb it down to my level? If it's broken, don't fix it. Is a sarcastic, a sarcastic exactly. title, if you will. That uh, there's exactly. a lot so of things broken, gonna, but the federal government won't fix it. 
That, that's exactly right. So they, they, they want us to overlook all the federal power grabs. They want us to overlook the, the Constitution completely, overlook anything that has to do with laws and come completely shut our eyes to what's happening. So we know that the system's broken. We know that there are things, intrusions to our privacies and our rights that are taking place right now before us. But basically what the government is asking to do is for us to shut our eyes and not fix the problem. And there are a number of problems. Um, the the one that, uh, you know, we've focused on recently, like I, like I mentioned, was LAM, but Common Core. I've been talking about this since this show started. Now, the show's not that old, but uh, we've had a number of different guests. In fact, two nights ago, we had Crystal Swayze on, and uh, we were going over this letter that uh, parents in Washington County received, and I'm a parent of a student in a Washington County school, and I received it, and uh, there, there are partial truths. Um, you can call it partial truths, or you can say that there are uh, <laughs> misrepresentation. You can call it whatever you want, but it's not. It's not the truth. It's it's well, not the complete well, truth. Let, let's let, let's put it this way, Mark. Let's call it what it is. Let's call an apple for an apple. Let's call an orange an orange. These are lies that are getting passed. Okay, there we uh, go. There is there what. That's, that's what exactly what it is. I mean, there was a bill uh, that went through back a few years back that actually uh, premised everything and gave us the name of Utah Core. But it's under record by Superintendent Menlove on the record saying that Common Core and Utah Core, they're exactly the same thing. So when the superintendent of Washington County comes in and says, we are no longer under Common Core, we're under Utah Core, that's, that's not uh, something that's light. It's actually a, 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 a lie to the parents because we are under Common Core. And unless we repeal the Common Core and replace it with something else, then the Utah Core is the Common Core. Again, we have the superintendent on record of saying this thing, uh, Superintendent Manlove in Salt Lake City. And we have the, all, the, all the letters from the governor and all the letters from the state the Board of Education and affirm that we have, right now, standing in Utah, the Common Core. Now, several things have happened deeply in other states. Like, for instance, Indiana just did a thing where it, they made believe as well that they had dropped the Common Core. But it was a similar thing. There was just a, a name change, and yet they are still having the same Common Core testing that we're having, the same curriculum that we're having, still all common core. So that's what is so important because parents are now being deceived and told that their students are no longer under the common core when in fact they are. Now, I understand in, in talking to Crystal um, that uh, specifically math and English, we are, uh, it is the federal standard for common core in, in those two subjects. Is that correct? Uh, definitely. That is correct. And, in fact, Common Core goes way beyond that because it's going to extend to every subject. But when we talk about Common Core, they but also I, try I mean, to destroy I mean it. today. As of today, you know, we are under English and math we, we are Common, under Core. Common Core. Okay. Yes. yes, we are. Definitely all, all our curriculum has to be Common Core approved. So the textbooks that we're using right now in the classroom have to be Common Core approved. 
as well as the testing that is taking place is coming directly from the federal government, which, by the way, and this is a shocking part that even my my wife was almost fainting here. She didn't believe me. She she said, that can't be. We don't live in a communist society. And I told her, we do. You actually can't go into the school and ask your principal to see the common core test. You can't look at these tests and look at the questions because it's illegal for you to do, do so as a parent. And that's ridiculous. That when is have ridiculous. You ever heard, it is. Where have you ever heard in a free society that you can't see what kind of tests your students are taking? I, I can't even believe that as parents we would allow this thing. That's why, as a teacher from the inside, I'm not worried about getting fired or getting paid or this kind of thing because I went into education for education's sake alone. And I understand that many teachers are, are frustrated and yet they feel this pressure from the school system telling them that if they, if they speak out against the Common Core, their jobs might be in jeopardy. That's why I'm having speaking groups and, and uh, organizing things like at the, at the uh, Best Western, I'm sorry, at Best Western Abbey Inn tomorrow at five, uh, from 5 to 7 o'clock. I actually are going to have a, a little question and answer, answer time afterwards. So we're going to go all the way to 8 o'clock. But I'm inviting teachers. I'm inviting parents. I'm inviting everybody who wants to know anything about the Common Core to come, ask questions, and get actual answers because it's very frustrating when we take these questions to the principal or these questions to the superintendent, and they give us things that are complete lies and tell us that these things aren't happening in Utah when, in fact, they are. Now, again, that's tomorrow night from 5 to 7 uh, at the uh, Best Western Abbey Inn here in St. George and uh, inviting uh, all teachers, of course, parents. Um, is, there a, is there a charge or a cost for this? No, uh, this is absolutely free. Great. My mission in life is, as a teacher, to educate. We need to be aware of what's happening right now in our system because nobody else is telling us. The Common Core came in overnight. It didn't have any media coverage. There was no news stations, no newspapers that told us what was happening at the time. And so nobody knows anything about the Common Core. I asked ten parents, and nine of them asked me, uh, I didn't even know we had a Common Core right now. And when I asked teachers, I was just in California last week doing a signing at Barnes & Noble for my book, and I had teachers there because it was Teacher Appreciation Week, and you couldn't believe some of the responses they gave me. They said that they feared their job was in jeopardy. They feared talking about Common Core because the superintendents would tell them and their principals that if they talked about Common Core, that their jobs would be in jeopardy, notwithstanding that they had contacts or tenure. And you would think that would be happening in California and that'd be all right. That's actually happening here. I've met teachers here in this county, in Washington School District, that have come to me and said, you know, my job is under jeopardy, and I've been told by the unions here that I don't have First Amendment rights to speak out against the Common Core. I don't have First Amendment rights to talk about the Common Core, and if I go anywhere, I can't speak to anybody in a negative way about the Common Core. Well, if that's not communism, I don't know what is. Sure sounds like it to me, just like, again, what happened uh, down the road where they had that 25-foot square that if you wanted to exercise your First Amendment rights, you had to go in this corral. Um, and and if you're right, it, it is. I mean, you can, you can sugarcoat it, but that's exactly what it is. If you're being told that your job's in jeopardy if 
if you disagree with that, you keep your mouth shut if you want to keep your job. That's not right. Exactly. You know, however, we are in Washington County, and I don't believe that the people, this is why I moved here, because I don't believe that the people here are inherently evil. I believe that the people here are inherently good. And oh, I do, too. The, princi- the, principal here, the principals in our school, they're not intentionally wanting to damage our children that these uh, top-down curriculums that are coming from the federal governments with their hidden agendas. They don't intentionally mean to do that. What I see is, as principals and as superintendents, they haven't made what's called the Obama Bridge or the Obama Connection. Sure, they'll say, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not supporting Obama stepping over legislation completely and saying I don't need Congress. But when it comes down to it, they don't realize that Common Core is coming directly from Obama, and it has a complete connection to all the other power grabs that Obama has made in our country in the past years. And so when they make that Obama connection, then they can see the link. And I, I believe that if we're able to educate our principals and our superintendents and our teachers and explain to them what Common Core really is, then they will take the step back and say, hey, we don't want it for Utah. First right. of all, we don't want the curriculum, we don't want the book, uh, and we don't want any of that. Well, and I agree with you, your statement on they're good people. I mean, they're our neighbors. I, I know a lot of teachers, and they're really good people. But when it, comes, when it comes from from the East Coast and from Obama and his administration giving us the curriculum and the textbooks, like you said, that that's a recipe for disaster, if you ask me. Exactly. Once you make that Obama connection, I think that's where the lights are gone. Because, like I was saying, last week when I was in California, um, I also spoke to another group that was a very liberal group, and they actually called me crazy. said, Mr. Noriega, you're crazy, you know, because I was telling them exactly this. We're living under a socialist system. Well, their response to that was Obama is not outreaching his his, uh, executive power. He's not overreaching his power. He's not stepping on the Constitution. And you know what? Education back then, in those days when the founding fathers were establishing the Constitution, was completely different. They don't understand today, and so therefore we need the government to give us a template on education and tell us what to do. But you know what? If that's your mentality, if your liberal mentality says, I don't need the founding fathers, the Constitution is wrong, uh, guess what? We need uh, federal control over states' rights. If that's where you're coming from, uh, no, thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no thank, thank you, you at all. Not, that, that's not what we're about here in Utah. And no. so when we don't make that Obama bridge connection, that's what I think is happening here, is that we are distinguishing the education system from the whole big enchilada, the whole big monster. And that's what I want to talk about today, is what the common court is and how it links in to the rest of the federal paragraphs that have been happening. All right. Um, uh, Mr. Noriega, we need to take our first break here. When we come back, though, I do want to delve into more detail on, on how it's all tied together, how it's all one big plan, if you will, okay? We're, okay, great. We're going to take, uh, take a three-minute break here. We'll be back. We're talking with Sinaway Noriega, Mr. Noriega, to me and you. He's a teacher. Uh, both my parents were teachers, by the way, and I talked about that before. 
Time for our first break. We'll be back in three minutes on the mark and continue this discussion with Mr. Noriega. Thanks for listening to On the Mark. We'll be right back. Before Bunkerville was the talk of the town, we were there. News Talk 890, KDXU. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Mark Benson. On the phone with me tonight, Sinaway Noriega, Mr. Noriega, to you and me. We're talking about uh, Common Core, and right before the break, uh, I'm going to call you an expert on how this is all tied together, not just Common Core, but Obamacare, uh, states' rights, and uh, everything else that the federal government is oppressing us with right now. And uh, thank you again for being here. Uh, let's talk about that, Thanks, how they're all tied together. Well, the first thing we need to understand is the whole premise behind it. At Kroger, we want our fresh produce to meet your expectations, which is why we're dedicated to doing up to a 27-point inspection on our fruits and veggies, checking for things like scarring. In fact, only the best produce like zesty oranges and crisp carrots reach our shelves, because when it comes to fresh, our higher standards mean fresher produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Mow, dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, the number one selling subcompact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Mason Tractor Co. Four convenient Kubota locations. On the web at masontractor.com. Federal government wanting the power taken away from the state. We know that the common core is unconstitutional, and that is period. When anybody else tells you, uh, you know, the common core this, or it has a better that, or the way we're doing critical thinking, or if they want to make you feel inferior, the answer is always it's unconstitutional. It's the first federal law ever in the history of the United States to bypass Congress and intended so. So I'm going to repeat that again. The first federal law ever to bypass Congress since the United States was founded. And so what the government did was try to put in a law and see if they could get away with passing that law on a federal level, but without doing it the constitutional way. In other words, without passing that law to Congress. This had never been done before, so what they did was they made it so that the system itself, the education system, had to impose in on itself. They chose the smallest section of the federal budget, which is education, the smallest, biggest section of the, uh, of, the, of the budget, and what they did is they made it collapse in on itself. So we have to go in all the way to No Child Left Behind to understand that. No Child Left Behind was a system that was meant to better itself 10% every year. So in other words, my fifth graders from last year had to be 10% better than the, 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 the fifth graders from this year had to be 10% better than the fifth graders from last year. And this had to be evolving year by year. And well, most what, of us, what, if you your, what if your fifth graders last year all scored 100%? Well, exactly, and that's the point. 
says we have to improve every year. And at first that seems okay, okay, yeah, we can do that. But by the time you came to 2006, teachers were just pulling out their hair, districts were just crying for mercy, and next thing you know, everybody was on program improvement. By the time we got to 2010, a few states decided, you know what, we're all on program improvement, we're no longer going to take the federal money. The system is imploding in on itself. No child left behind doesn't work. But that's exactly what it was meant to do, implode in on itself, because it never was meant to succeed. By the time that happened, Arnie Duncan just came out with a press conference and told all the states, you know what, you can break the law. You can go ahead and sign these waivers. We'll go ahead and give you the money that you were supposed to have anyway, but you have to sign on to a future plan that, by the way, we're not revealing right now, and this plan can, can, can change whenever we want to. And so all the states were saying, well, I, I'm, I'm going to sign right in. And when I was at those meetings and listening to the superintendent so excited about this rescue from Arnie Duncan, I was thinking to myself, what is everybody thinking? We're signing on to some federal program that we don't even know what it is, and we're giving away our state's right to education just for a little money. Well, what happened is, as the federal government bypassed Congress and imposed this national law, this 1,500-page document that they just came up with overnight and said, go ahead and sign on to this, well, they, they went around Congress. They told the governors of each state that they had to adopt this. They pushed them into adopting this into their states. So they wrote this law at a federal level, and the states adopted it at a state level, thus bypassing Congress in a tricky way. Now, as we know, the federal constitution does not allow for the federal government to have a federal curriculum. But what they did to get around that is say, well, this came from the states. This is, for instance, a Utah court thing. But that's exactly what the lie is all about. It now, did that that happen in 2009, correct? That, well, that started. The, the whole collapse of everything came to a stall at 2011 when No Child Left Behind collapsed in on itself. Okay. But, but when, they, saying, when they came to the states, when, they came, when Arnie Duncan came to the states and said, hey, we'll let you break the law, you, you sign on to this thing that... We don't even know. We're not going to tell you what it is yet, but you've got to sign on to keep getting the money, right? Exactly. And, exactly. So that's what. And that's, that's what, what the, the federal, federal government, government does. You know, they they write a bill. Well, let's pass the bill, so then we'll read it and figure out what's in it. Same same attitude. Exactly. Same thing. But, but worse worse than that, because remember, as far as our founding fathers are concerned, uh, the laws have to be written by legislation in in Congress. It's not up to the president and his friends to write the law. It's up to Congress to write the law and pass it through Congress. And that's not what happened in this case. For the first time in the history of the United States, we had a federal law written from the presidential office, from the presidential's men, and this thing was instituted on a federal level without even going to Congress to one single session of the House or the Senate. Now, they use this exact same template for Obamacare, and I'll tell you how that happened. See, Obamacare, just like No Child Left Behind, went through legislation, but it imploded in on itself. It didn't work. It was meant to fail. But what did the federal government 
come up with right after it failed? They came up with these things called waivers. And what did they do once those waivers were signed? They went ahead and rewrote the law completely without the use of Congress at all. So we find that this new approach to legislation that government is now doing was completely a, a, a template of Common Core. In fact, they used Common Core as that very same template now to take over all parts of Congress. And as we know, Obamacare being in healthcare, healthcare, I used to sell insurance myself, healthcare is the richest industry, the richest private industry in the United States in the trillions of dollars. Now, our federal deficit is also in the trillions of dollars. So you can do the math here and realize, well, the power that Congress has is to be able to fund anything that the president wants. Well, if the president comes back and says, all of a sudden, I have somewhere that's funding me now trillions of dollars if I want to, and I don't need Congress, that's what happened when he took over Obamacare. And then he had a press conference, and the words were something along the lines of, I have a pen, I have a phone, I can do whatever I want. And he wasn't talking to me and you. He was rubbing it in the face of Congress because he had just gotten away with taking over health care to fund federal government without the need for Congress any longer. So he, cut, point, he, Congress, he basically cut Congress out of the equation. Out of the equation. So at that point, Congress has to remember the words, you're either with me or against me, and private deals were made behind the scenes where congressmen are now either stepping out because they will not support Obama, or they're stepping and crossing the line. Many people started to ask questions of, why is my congressman voting completely on the other side of the fence now when he's supposed to be uh, somebody that's conservative? Well, what happened was that the Constitution made it this way because the Everybody wants to keep their power. That's why we have separation of powers. When the Congress realized that their power was gone, the first thing they wanted is not to lose their power. So they made these deals. And what happens when Obama steps into Congress and says directly to everybody in their face on national television, I don't need Congress? Congress doesn't boo him. In fact, they stand up and give him a standing ovation. In other words, now we know that Congress had been completely taken over by the president. Now, to make one step further, since then, we have had all these power grabs, and we're headed for something called constitutional convention. That's the end game, where we have the ability to rewrite the Constitution or get rid of it completely. It's a little bit bigger than what you and me would think of, well, it's just education. No, it's not just education. It's not about and all these things that you hear about them telling our children what they will be when they grow up and, and all the data mining, all those things are true. But it's even more sinister than that. It is the complete takeover of our government as we know it. And don't think for one minute that all these things that have happened throughout the years, 2008, 2009, 2007, with markets crashing and the housing industry and the land issues that were happening now, if you have a business and I come in and rescue you, who owns you? You do. You have exactly. You and do. So don't think for, exactly. Don't think for one second that all these things were not orchestrated. The crash of the market, the housing industry, the auto industry, every single part of the U.S. economy was purchased 
by this administration, and now the federal government controls everything. Everything under our noses is controlled, but if we don't stop right now and do something about it, our days, our window of opportunity will be long gone, and we'll look back and remember the days when we had a true democracy, freedom, a republic here in the United States, We'll look back on those days because it will no longer be those days. Well, there's one thing I'll say about him. He promised to fundamentally transform America. He's keeping his promise. And He is keeping his promise. He's fundamentally transformed America as we know it, transformed the way we write laws in America, transformed the way that we run government, and now is in control of everything. And like I said, if you're a left-wingist, and you say, well, you know, I need the government, and, and I, I like them to tell me what to do. That's one thing. But when we look at the part of socialism and, and communism and how that operates, uh, it's not divide the wealth between everybody. It's actually get the wealth to the central government yep. and leave everybody very poor. Yep. So, everybody. Uh, you know, all his promises of, of redistributing the, the, the redistribution of the wealth and all those things that are happening, uh, those those are not beautiful promises. Those are, those are promises that are very scary to everybody that loves the Constitution because we know that those promises will be fulfilled if if we don't do something about it right, right now. Well, he's redistributing the wealth to the central government. And and uh, you made a good point. It's it's not just education, people. It's not just health care with Obamacare. It's not just land. It's every single aspect of our lives every aspect of our lives. And the sad thing about it is, we don't realize it, but here in Utah, they've already infiltrated Utah. Uh, when we talk about it here, well, wait a minute, what are they teaching our students right now in our county? What is being taught to our students right now? As we know, well, we just had a little thing happen with gay marriage just a few months ago where we had all these people lined up outside the Capitol getting their their licenses. People were conveniently not there and were supposed to be there, and all these gay people got their licenses. Now, you may think, well, okay, that's all private issues and whatnot. But first of all, wait a minute. Let's make the separation between church and state, because first of all, marriage is a religious organization. Since when has the government stepped in to force a religious organization to do something outside the religious views and to actually dominate something that always traditionally has fallen into the religious realm? That has never happened. Right. So if anybody is crossing the religious boundaries, it's the government. It's the government. And, and here's, here's my question on those same lines. By getting a license to get married, you're asking permission from the issuer of that license, which is the state, for permission to marry. So right there, exactly. we've, we've turned our, we've turned the control over then from a religious uh, thing to the state. Otherwise, that's why right. would you need a license? Exactly. So that's that's what the government's intention was all along. And so for those of us that think that, no, the government has, has not, the federal government has not intruded into Utah, has not intruded into our home state, these things are happening before our very eyes. 
for instance, take a look at Common Core again. When you have Common Core come in, and that's governed by the federal government, and the federal government is telling us what's in our textbooks, I was just last couple years ago in California, I saw the textbooks that are coming to Utah, the social studies textbooks. These textbooks show uh, the gay activists and as heroes alongside of Martin Luther King Jr. And these things are being educated, being, being taught to our children all over the United States. We're going to have these things coming up next year right in our textbooks, and we're not going to be able to say anything about it because the common core does not allow us to take anything out of the curriculum. That, that's, that's what we talked law. about on Tuesday as well. We can't take anything away, and you can only add up to 15%. That's correct. And I've made that issue, that i made that point time and time again. There has been a lie circulated that says something of the matter of we have eight, they, they only have 85% control and we have 15%, so if we don't like that, we can take it out. Guess what? That's not true. We don't have any control. If we want to talk about the pioneers, that's fine. We can add 15%. But we certainly cannot take away from anything of what they tell us we have to teach inside the classroom. That, uh, that's communism. <laughs> that is that, that's that's communism. communism. When they, when they well, tell you what you can teach and you can only add 15%. Now, let, let me ask you something else because we had a caller the other night wanting to know because we brought this up the uh, the english curriculum for example um i know when i went to school many many years ago there was a there was a reading list there was uh, you know the classics and things like that literature um i understand now that list is completely changed is that correct well when we when we talk about lists i want to make this very clear in the traditional sense it used to be that we were in control and we could go into our school district and say, we don't approve this book and whatnot, and there was a process to go. Now, if you remember, and, and I know this is answering the question in a bigger way, but if you remember there was just some big legislation for these little tablets, these little electronic devices yes, that everybody was loud and, and rude about. Yeah. Exactly, and it was loud. We're getting all this electronic equipment. Well, I've been teaching with that electronic equipment in California, and the reason, the reason the federal government and the state of Utah is a boom, but the reason the federal government is giving us that in the first place is, how do you think we're going to get our curriculum from now on? Those tablets are going to download the curriculum from the central federal hub, and we're going to have no say. At that point, what do we do? Oh, we don't want that book? I'm sorry, it's not a book coming directly in through the Internet wirelessly through the central hub, and there's nothing we can do about that. Right. We're not the ones that are approving those textbooks. We're not the ones that are looking at paper and, and ink. It's not going to be paper and ink. The whole reason behind it, when, when you're saying reading list, well, that's the whole point. The founding fathers said, and, 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 I'm, and I'm not quoting it exactly, but let's, let's put it this way. Basically, they said, hey, if California uh, has their mind in the gutter or if uh, Nevada... Uh, has their mind, what, whatever the, the other states, if you choose, if that's what you want to educate your children with, that's your state right. If this other state doesn't want that, that's your state right. That's why education was left in the hand of the local authority, because we want to teach our children with what we believe our children have to 
grow up with and what's best for our children. Who better to tell our children what to learn than parents and teachers that are local right here in Utah? But what's happening here, we don't have any control over the curriculum that's coming in. There is no reading list anymore. That reading list is coming directly from Washington, and it's going to be downloaded in these little uh, tablets that yeah. your students are going to in little tablets that your students are going to be uh, having at school. So when we talk about reading lists, that word is almost obsolete now. Right. Uh, what, we're, the, what we're actually having is... So they completely control the content. Those. They completely control the right. content. And if they've got some new thing, you know, they want to go nationwide, they download it into the into that uh, tablet, and there it is. And, and you have absolutely and, and no not, control. And it's not fair, Mark. Think about it this way. We instill values to our children. I, I'm here in Utah. I homeschool my children, even though I'm a teacher. But I'm here in Utah, and I'm trying to instill these values in my children. And let's say I send these children, these adorable, beautiful children, to school. It's not fair. I'm going to see these children how many hours, maybe one or two, because they're doing homework all night, and that's what's exactly happening. And I'm not going to be able to instill my value in these kids because it's not fair. Eight hours a day, they're going to get drilled by the propaganda. And believe you me, it is propaganda from the federal government that children are being educated with with Common Core, it's not fair to have our children bombarded for eight hours a day and, and made to feel as though their values and their morals are obsolete. It's just simply not fair. No. You can believe that you can send your children to school eight hours a day and have them not become subjects of the federal government and be brainwashed and manipulated into ideals that the federal government wants. Uh, you're mistaken, and you're no longer. Uh, that's the way it, it used to be that we had to pay, but it, that's no longer the case right now. And we need to actually step in and do something about it while we have the chance. Yeah, um, that, that's a, a perfect spot for another break. We need to uh, we need to get another break in here. We're speaking with Mr. Noriega, Sinaway Noriega, and uh, we're talking about Common Core. And uh, the fact that it's all tied together in a much bigger plan, it's not just about education, it's about control, and it's about controlling every aspect of our lives. Uh, we're going to check our weather here. It's brought to you by Specialties Auto. If you want a BMW, Audi, Mercedes, or another foreign car, you don't need to go to Salt Lake or Vegas. Specialties Auto Group, open, high-end cars at affordable prices, 543 North Bluff Street. Laverkin and Hurricane, 83 now, 84 in Ivan Santa Clara, 84 in downtown St. George. Overnight tonight, 56 tomorrow, 83, 80 on Saturday. Back to the mid-80s for Sunday and Monday. Uh, lower 80s on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday and Thursday, a change. We cool off quite a bit to just 70 for an afternoon high here in Utah's Dixie. We'll be back in three minutes. Continue our conversation with Mr. Noriega. Thanks for listening to On the Mark. We'll be right back. He's looking for your opinion. On the Mark. With Mark Benson. Weeknights at 6 on News Talk 890 KDXU. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Mark Benson. On the phone with me tonight, Sinaway Noriega. Mr. Noriega, and we're talking about Common Core and how it's just part... It, it's one part of a much bigger plan, and uh, it's it's basically the federal government taking over every aspect of our life, Common Core, 
just the education piece. Uh, welcome back, and thank you again for spending some time with us tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show, Mark. It's sure been a pleasure. Now, let me ask you this. Um, what can I do as a parent? What can we do to put an end to this and, and take back control of the education of our children? I'm and in the bigger sense, take back take back control of our state and our, our local communities from the federal government. In our Constitution, really, and I'm so glad you asked that, Mark, because we need to have a solution, and there are solutions right now. We're living under a government that has instilled fear, fear in each one of us, fear in the teachers to talk about the Common Core, fear in the media to talk about anything opposing the president. We live in, a, in, in an era where fear is a premise. And so the solutions to that are to get informed. I wrote my book, If It's Broke, It Won't Fix It. It's very informative about what happened with the Common Core. That's what I'm doing tomorrow. I am inviting teachers and parents to come out to this speaking engagement at Best Western and 1129 South Bluff from 5 to 8 o'clock at night. I'm inviting them so that they don't have to be afraid to talk about issues like the Common Core where they can ask the right questions and receive the right answers. And some of those answers are, right now we're in the middle of elections. We need to get to the heart of things and tell our representatives that we are not going to take the federal paragraphs that we're having right now. We need to let them know through emails and letters that they need to do something about it or we're going to have somebody else represent us. We need to let those people know and if we need to, we need to go to the very White House, uh, the, the state, uh, the, the state house here in Utah, uh, and and let them know, let our governor know, even though he made a deal with the federal government, and we're not going to have these kind of federal power grabs. And at a local level, we need to convince our principals and our superintendents and educate them, let them know what Common Core really is, because these are not evil men. These are people just like you and me that love their children. They have no idea what's happening. Most people don't. Most people shut their eyes because it's their job. The number one thing we have to do is not be afraid and not be belittled and not sit back and watch things happen. Because somebody told me uh, at a speaking engagement I was at the other day, um, you know, if we fail, at least we gave it our all. Absolutely. And that's very important. Well, we and fail, I'm... we did I'm going to jump in here. Information is power, and and that's what we lack, and that's why we're scared and don't have the courage. Information is power, and now I'm going to do a big cliche here, and if you've got the information and the truth, the truth will set us free. Well, that's exactly right. I know that sounds cliche, but that's what I've been doing for the past seven years. I've been researching the education system, and I've discovered revelations that are incredible and I put them in my book when you read my book I did in Amazon you go to the local bars and over here and ask for Mr. Noriega they'll give you my book but I have given you all the information that that the government has on their website things like we model our common core after a world war we're modeling this after a European system hey we're not Europeans here we're that, Americans that scares me even worse that scares me to death. It does. And they say that they're modeling this after a world war. 
Well, wait a minute. Since, since when? When do we? Yeah. <laughs> we we set the happened? standard for the world. It's not the other way around. But it's getting flipped on its head. We need to get our final break in here. Hang on just a minute, and we'll wrap this up. Um, I apologize for cutting you off again. We, uh, we're running a little late on our breaks. We'll get our final one in here. You're listening to On the Mark. It's talking with Sinaway Noriega. We will be right back and wrap this up. On the Mark. Thanks for listening. Before Bunkerville was the talk of the town, we were there. News Talk 890, KDXU. That's all the time we've got for On the Mark tonight. Uh, Sinaway Noriega, Mr. Noriega, really do appreciate your spending some time with us tonight. I feel much more enlightened and much more informed and less scared uh, because I know now I I know what we need to do. Well, exactly what I'm sure appreciate you saying that because uh, we do need to Oh shoot, we're losing uh we're losing Mr. Noriega's uh, cell phone's breaking up. I'm sure he's on his way. Um let me remind you are you still there? Yeah, okay. Uh we got just uh, about thirty seconds left. Mr. Noriega, Mr. Sinaway uh, Noriega will be in town tomorrow um at the Best Western Abbey Inn from five to eight o'clock. We really invite parents and teachers, uh, if you want to be educated about Common Core, know all of what's going on so you don't have to be scared. You know what uh, power and, uh, and rights you have as a parent and uh, what rights you have in your ch- children's education. Tomorrow, Best Western Abbey Inn, 5 to 8 p.m. Thank you again, Mr. Noriega, and uh, good luck tomorrow. Thanks. That's going to do it for On the Mark. We'll see you tomorrow afternoon at 4. Good night. Southern Utah's number one source for news. News Talk 890 KDXU St. George. On Cherry Creek Radio Station.